1: Hour three and a great day for talk radio. It's the Tuesday edition. You know what I like about Tuesdays? It's a great time to start the work week, number one, (laughs) of a long holiday weekend. Uh, But it's also when High Street in the Donwood Plaza is open for business. They're down on Sundays and Mondays, but open Tuesdays to Saturdays. And for the world's greatest tasting fish and chips and the meat pies, oh, the meat pies uh, you will not find better. And, you know, I actually put it to the test this summer. I was just recently actually up in the North Channel of uh, Georgian Bay, and there's a little town called. Killarney, and they've got the world-famous Herbert's Fish and Chips. It's pickerel and whitefish, and it's caught in Georgian Bay, and uh, the boats come in twice a day. Fresh is all heck, and uh, not bad. It is really tasty, but it still doesn't compare to High Street. The halibut, the haddock, Uh, The hake and the cod at High Street is without parallel. And, you know, uh, it was recently, too, that I guess there was some uh, article or two in the paper about, you know, fish being mislabeled and everything. It's the proliferation of these all-you-can-eat sushi bars. I mean, they're not serving the top quality stuff you're finding at High Street. High Street in the Donwood Plaza Don Mills. Well, first of all, Paul and Carol, who are, uh, Paul and Sherman rather, are in charge of the operation, come from a background working with Mark McEwen. And uh, because they have this gourmet background, it's gourmet fare at pedestrian prices. I was just teasing John Carmichael on the way out the door because he's a big aficionado of their meat pies. As good as you'll find anywhere, they're really, uh, what do we call it, a gourmet delicacy. And uh, when you've got chicken pie, steak and kidney pie, steak and mushroom, shepherd's pie, mint steak pie, baked mac and cheese pie, the whole array, uh, steak and ale... All the pies made with local antibiotic-free beef and chicken and organic pastured pork in our own buttery pastry. No fillers, additives, or preservatives. There's the attention to detail and quality, which is why I say get thee to High Street in the Donwood Plaza to eat in or take out. You take the DVP to Lawrence Avenue. Go east. One set of lights at Underhill. Jog north. Around the bend. In the Donwood Plaza. Look for it. The place is called High Street. All right. Now, Speaking of issues on the streets of the big town, Toronto has seen a spate of rather tragic consequences over the weekend. Five people killed, three seriously wounded, and the killings go on unabated. We're up to, I believe, 73 so far and counting. Uh, it looks like we'll actually eclipse uh, the number set in 2005 by the summer of the gun. Still into the summer, and uh, so who knows where we're headed, but I, I think that year was like 95 in total. The mayor himself is saying that he's uh, deeply disturbed or troubled by uh, the violence in the city, but there's no magic answer. We're just going to have to keep doing what we're doing, he says. More support for the police, changes to the gun laws and investing in kids and families. We're doing a record amount. We need to do more. Well, Spider Jones is one of those in the trenches, has been for a lot of years. We've known him as the lovable uh, one. He's a community activist, journalist, author, and former amateur boxer. And he's joined the Oakley Show to try to uh, maybe put this into some kind of context or perspective and how we can solve things. Spider, how are you doing this afternoon?
0: Well, first of all, you know, let me say two things. It's a great day for talk radio. Thank you. Number one. Number two, I know what you're talking about, the high street fish and chips, because I go there and I don't want to swear anything, but I go there for the hell of a visit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Spider, you're working your magic. Uh, But the mayor says there's no magic answer. I've got to ask you, because you're so deeply invested in the community as a community activist. Now, you know, look. All of these shootings for the most part have been black-on-black crime and I don't want to say it's across the culture but it's a subculture and spider it's a touchy because people are afraid of being labeled racist to suggest there's some problem within this subculture in the black community do you think there is
0: absolutely there is and 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 uh, you know the fact is with the elephant in the room uh, many people that do want to help or do have a uh, a particular perspective on it uh, uh they're reluctant to say call it as it is because they don't want to be labeled racist and we're very quick in the black community to uh, to to uh, label people racist just because they have an opinion but the fact is this uh, uh the mayor and 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 bless his heart he's out here and i know because we worked together at one time he's been supported my youth empowerment center for years as has the chief of police uh, but uh, as the mayor the mayor has to look john these public figures have to Make a statement. They have to say something. And after a while, people get tired of hearing the same thing while the violence continues and continues. But I'll tell you straight up uh, growing up in the Detroit area and watching, living there at the year of the riot, 2000, and uh, uh, I should say that was 1967. Uh, let me tell you something. Hmm. There is no one answer there are no one solution we do what we can we change lives when we can we put them in the right direction but man i gotta tell you there's a subculture out there that don't give a hell about life and i can examples look at the coronation park the guy walks in four guys walk in and murder a man in front of his two children and his pregnant wife yeah, I and mean, right across from the exhibition grounds Dundas and Yonge Street same thing at Yorkdale Mall, it just goes on and on
1: Alright Spider, let me ask you a couple of points then, let's just uh, rattle things off, Mayor's calling for a handgun ban, uh, even federally, Bill Blair now the point man on this uh, thing with Goodell, the public safety minister, talking about a Canada-wide handgun ban, do you think a handgun ban would do anything to deter this type of crime?
0: Uh, no no, first of all, it it, it will not because it, it, you you can you can you you can have a handgun ban in the city of Toronto. <laughs> I mean that that to me is sort of a, 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 a hilarious because what's going to happen is what about all the areas around Toronto? Sure.
1: How about this then? You know, uh, look. They dismantled Tavis. This is the uh, tactical squad that dealt with the guns and the gangs. Carding was also considered a no-go because there was an inherent bias, or so the critics said. Uh, do you think there's any prospect or there's any argument to be made to maybe bring these things back, because the gun violence was lesser when these things were in place?
0: Well, I'm not sure if it was there was carding in the in the uh, in 19. When was it? 19. Uh... Because I was working in rage when they, had, when they had 89 murders, and that was in 19... What was that? 2005, yes.
1: 2005 was the summer uh, of the gun. They were
0: carding then, and there certainly were. The murders were there. Look, what people have to understand, they're always bitching and complaining about all this, though, is that because of what's going on and all this violence... We are heading into a police state. That's the last thing people want, to give uh, police officers full control. But the fact is this. We're in desperate times. Something has to happen. I, 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 Myself, I don't like carding. I've been through it. I've been pulled over and stopped as a young man. It's very humiliating to be stopped and, and, and while people are passing you and, and, and looking at you being frisked and searched by the cops and asked all these different questions. But look... I, I can understand where people are coming from. They're looking for answers. Fact is, I don't think there's any... I think we're living in a, in, 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 a, in a new norm. I don't think anything is going to stop this this violence. All the lip service in the world, all the talk shows, we're digging and digging, but this is a new part of life. In fact, we... we uh, Chicago, we're, we're still one of the safest cities uh, for us. Chicago, enough, we're just a little more populated in Chicago. But, you know, their their murder rate compared to ours is just something else.
1: Yeah, well, and they've got a gun ban, too, for what that's they, worth.
0: They have got a gun ban, but that doesn't stop the guns from coming in. Guns are big money. And, and remember, the drug scene here is is, is is over the top.
1: Well, do you think it's going to go away with the legalization of pot in about uh, five
0: weeks' time? No, hell No. I mean, there are other things people want. Pot. I mean, there are all these op- op- opioids and all kinds of other kinds of drugs out there. I know right now it's turf war. And we're talking about not just building, we're talking about in the dance business. Now, for instance, you get on in the entertainment district. Who do you you, you, you know, the drugs are flying through there. like crazy. Who do you think is controlling all that? They are different gangs that control them. What about the University of Toronto? Who do you think is controlling all those nice kids coming in from across Canada and across the world that want to buy drugs? Somebody's controlling that, and the foot soldiers are doing the dirty work. The fact is, the drugs that are coming in here aren't being brought in by young blacks. They're being brought in by very wealthy people smuggled in, and then the foot soldiers are fighting over territory. Most of that is. That's one thing. Another thing is... And I hate to say this, but there are people that come from torn, war-torn countries that are here now, and we haven't used, we have not did the right thing in in in, 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 in checking them out and, and putting them through procedure because there are countries in war-torn countries where life means nothing. So it doesn't mean nothing here to them, and and that's part of the drug business. As long as it grows, John. When I was coming up here, they had two or three perhaps areas that were troubled. Now they're everywhere.
1: Well, and as you say, uh, some of these new arrivals coming from countries where violence is so rampant, uh, it's just another day, you know, at the office, so to speak. Spider Jones, community activist with us on the line. You know, the other thing I worry about is, uh, and this is the bigger question, you know, a lot of these kids... They don't have fathers, or there's no male presence. You've seen this as a community, a guy in the, you know, the the yep. young, impressionable kids. They're looking for role models, and uh, so the gang becomes like their family, or it gives them a sense of power, esteem, maybe, a, you know, a, a quick score, a lot of money, the bling, and so on and so forth. Spider, what... At what age do they typically turn, or could you still reach them? Uh, and if there's any countervailing way you could get them away from being lured or seduced by that kind of a lifestyle, uh, is there a sort of a turning point that you might be able to intervene on?
0: You got to get them young, John. We start at the, the Spider's Web Youth Empowerment Center at seven. Eight years old, and we try to develop that sense of uh, self-worth, that 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 uh, that sense of self-confidence, and, and, and an understanding that we're there to help you. There are other options. Because I got to tell you straight up, and anybody that listening and they are just entertaining uh, the thought of becoming a gangster or getting involved in drugs. There's only two roads, and one leads to an early grave. The other to prison, destroys your life. But you have to get them young, John. There are certain places, there community centers. Then there are youth empowerment centers is the one we have with Greenwind property management we got a corporate sponsor in there we haven't had a government nickel put into our our, our organization in 10 years it's all come from me out there hustling But our kids have made a change. That entire area has. People got to get involved. And I want to tell you this. This is very true. Because Tupac Shakur, one of the greatest poets of all time and rappers, said this. He said, how do you expect a young boy to grow up to be a man without a man there to teach him? To teach him self-respect. Amen. Hey, let me ask you
1: then, Spider, on another note, uh, our famous native son, hip-hop star Drake, you know, wearing this apparel of the Hells Angels.
0: (laughs) I was surprised to see that. That's not really his style, but you know... I think it just shows how naive he is. I mean, come on, let's face it, man. I mean, I've got biker friends that I've known for years, but but let's face it, man. Anything illegal they're going to do in the Hell's Angels aren't exactly angels. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's just, a, but he, he's so far up the, the food chain now in terms of who he is that nobody cares. And that's another thing, too, and I don't want to I sound like some old, Coot, but and knock rap music, but so much of it out there. The message is, uh, uh, you got to have a lot of bling, you got to be badass, you got to carry a gun. Uh, The women got to act like hoochie mamas. The guys got to walk around like thugs. You see it all the time. That doesn't help it because that is that is the pop that is the pop culture among brothers and sisters, and you hear it all the time, and it just sounds. So angry, uh, you, you know. There are a lot of great poets out there. Nobody's knocking that. But getting through to these young people and, and trying to show the prisons are are full. I've been on so many tours. And you get these young people in prison. That's 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 the that's a place of higher learning. Unless we can get get skilled trades in there, the doors are going to open. But here's one thing I wanted to mention, John. I, I posted this. I believe uh, you know what? Uh, you get caught carrying a gun, it's jail, no bail. You're carrying a gun out there, uh, and, and you may not mean to shoot somebody but you get into gunfights they're turning our streets into the wild wild west and people are are, are losing loved ones people that that did nothing wrong have died from stray bullets i can understand everybody's concern we're shook up because this is Toronto. the good things are changing and it's, it's time to start talking change the laws make them much tougher on 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 criminals or people that want to get caught carrying guns or deal in the drug business
1: Well, there you go. And Drake, uh, what he did there was counterproductive, so uh, somebody's got to take him aside. I think it was. Well, somebody's got to smarten him up. He's 31. Uh, Maybe he's living too charmed and existent that he...
0: Well, he always lived one. Uh, Drake didn't, uh, honestly speaking, Drake didn't grow up on no hood.
1: No, he was he from Forest Hill.
0: Rochedale. I mean, you know, he <laughs> yeah. he, he he's uh, he's he, he, the guy's got some talent. He's Not a bad actor. Not a bad man. I've run into him. I don't know him personally, mm. but uh, there's a lot of people offended that would listen. That would think that I'm putting him down because he wore that. But it's, that's not. I, I I wouldn't do that because I, I like to think that that I'm a role model. And being a role model, sometimes you got to sacrifice things because. Uh, uh, you want to set a role for young people. It certainly isn't right when, when you when you uh, are, are wearing a co- wearing a, a shirt that represents a, a group of people that are, are, are committed just as much crime out here as any of these other black on black crimes. I mean, well. that's just. That's just life. Everybody knows what the hell angels represent.
1: That's where Drake ought to take the message from Colin Kaepernick. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything, just do it. We'll leave on that note, Spider. It's always great to get your insight, because you're there in the front uh, lines, in the trenches, so to speak, working with these youth and uh, trying can to get them. Can I just them.
0: give you something for everybody, John, if they want to get in touch with me? Yep. Because our program is working well with agreement and property management. Uh, you, you can reach me anytime, uh, Spider Jones at rogers.com.
1: You got it, Spider. Keep doing the Lord's work.
0: Thanks for talking to you.
1: Yep, always a pleasure. Spider Jones, community activist, journalist, author, former amateur boxer. Just a general all-around good guy. Speaking of which, Cam's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll come back in a moment. One or two other items I wanted to run by for your concern or consideration, including... The Elementary Teachers Federation taking the government to court, seeking an injunction to stop the sex ed curriculum from being taught. This is the one that the uh, Ford government decided to go back to prior to 19 or 2015, came out, first of all, in 1998. Uh, Do you believe that this is something that belongs in the court? that the union uh, does have a role to play in all of this, or is it all about the parents and the government really has the discretion to enact whatever law they see fit uh, because they were duly elected? We're going to discuss that next here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.